It's the Benz Brunani woman is Baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this Baby sit down, sit down, receive this realness Make sure your cup's ready for the tea we are go sipping yo Hard time scrolling for your long shorts You might learn something you never know Could let you find And she's one of a kind Don't say you mind, say you mind Ooh, <clears throat> It's what I could say, what some would have come to seek in this episode. <laughs> and I just won't. It's me, Kalechi, and you're listening to SYM, officially known as Say Your Mind, unofficially known as Suck Your Mum. I'm tired. I'm tired at the ways of the world. I'm exhausted. Um, but I'm also glad that in terms of all the live shows that I've had to get through, I'm through them now. I'm so glad. I look forward to seeing the baby people in Baltimore this weekend for the meet and greet. And I hope that some of you are coming to the Afros and Audio Podcast Festival that's also happening in Baltimore. That's the reason that I'll be there. And you come to the talk that's called The British Are Coming. So that's at 11.30 on Saturday. Um, but yeah, I'm glad to be done with the live shows, child. I'm glad. Um, hope you enjoyed listening to the episode last week. Um, I'm thankful that our bodies lead us where we need to go. I'm so, so thankful that our bodies always remember. Um, yeah. Let me not waste much time because I will not be doing a full episode. I'm not doing it in the ways that I would usually do it because there's the likelihood that I'll end up saying something that it's just not worth really delving into right now. I just think that people and their insecurities, things can be disappointing sometimes. And professionalism sometimes it's best to just exemplify what professionalism looks like yeah um but on that note I'm getting through I'm going through some books right now so I wanted to big up um the baby girl Ellie Middleton if you don't know Ellie Ellie is like a proper a white woman that I fuck with like Ellie is vibes. Um, so Ellie has a new book called The Ultimate Guide to ADHD, Autism and Neurodivergence. Um, that's not the title of the book. The title of the book is Unmasked, like wearing a mask and unmasking, unmasked. And um, I'm just super proud. You know, like I've, I feel like the word proud is odd because we don't we don't know each other deep, deep and we've only known each other for a little while. But I like that. Ellie is one of those people, regardless of colour, that if she's going to speak on something, she's going to speak sense, <laughs> unlike some skin folk. Um, it says here at the back, Ellie was 24 when she learned she wasn't broken. She wasn't a bad person. She was neurodivergent. Her late diagnosis of ADHD and autism was like a light bulb being switched on. And she could finally start to heal from the trauma of being undiagnosed and misunderstood for so long. Since getting her diagnosis, Ellie has made it her mission to change the way we think about autism, ADHD and neurodivergence. And in Unmasked, she shares what she has learned along her way. Written in a bite-sized style for whizzy brains such as hers, Ellie shares chapters on mental health, 
pretty privilege how to navigate the workplace and the importance of um, self-diagnosis so that we can all better understand and celebrate neurodivergence and the ultimate and ultimately make the world a more inclusive place so I've only just started um I've only just started reading it it's such a beautiful cover as well because I love that um I've only just started reading it but I'm very much looking forward to getting through it because Ellie is absolute vibes um and so that's one for you neuro spicy babes out there unmasked by Ellie Middleton do um check it out if you can um so we're reading alongside each other um yeah um I'm also obviously uh, well I'm also working through uh, decolonizing my body by Afwa Hirsch um and it's an interesting one because you know there are thoughts that which I know that um, Afro covers covers in the book. There are thoughts that I have about the beauty space. Talk conversations about decolonizing beauty and things being led by um, women of um, dual heritage or who are biracial. But I think that there is a definite space that that needs to happen because there has to be a reclamation by. Um, women who have a proximity to whiteness specifically and blackness, I would say also specifically and how they go about having that conversation um, or those conversations about finding themselves beautiful, learning of their beauty, uncovering, discovering beauty within them that isn't necessarily focused or, or being seen through the lens of whiteness and the white gaze. So I feel like this is um, a massive you know, step in the right direction and having these conversations. And I think of all the babes, I, I'm I'm trusting Afwa with this one, but I'm letting you know that I've started reading it and I'll let you know how I get on because I it's decolonizing my body. So, you know, it's a big statement. And and I know that our babes in there are some babes in here that I mentioned as well, like Laurence. Um, I've mentioned Laurence to you before. Laurence is also mentioned in here um, in terms of looking at beauty. So it's, I should say it's called Decolonizing My Body for those who can't see the camera. It's called Decolonizing My Body. Um, and it says here, um, it's um, a radical exploration of rituals and beauty. And I think I was richly talking, um, I was um, um, recently talking about the um, ways in which um, participating in certain um, Western beauty rituals causes harm to uh, black women, but specific, um, specifically darker skinned black women, as we saw with the Peckham, the the Peckham um, beauty shop incident, the better uh, the Peckham hair shop incident, where the black woman was strangled by the shop owner. So th- these are timely conversations from Ellie's to Afwa's. And so I'll let you know how I'm getting on with reading those um, two books. And um, yeah, for as long as we are here, because let me tell you for transparency's sake, I know that I keep saying it more frequently, but I just feel like I just want to be, I'm getting to the end of my tether. I'm getting to the end of my patience. Yeah, I'm getting to the end of wanting, essentially wanting is an important word, I guess, maybe of making this podcast or what this iteration of sharing my views is and thinking about what else it could be um because you get exhausted you know um 
I'll come back. I'll come back to that. But anyway, talking of the Peckham Hair Shop incident, so Hal Sindo, the owner of Peckham Hair and Cosmetics Shop, who was filmed strangling a black woman in his shop, claims he is now destitute and his children have been living off bread because angry locals have refused to shop there and are actively stopping others from going in because I think he tried to open um, the other day and um, people were like, nah. He even tried to set up a GoFundMe. He set it up um, hoping to get £5,000 and so far has raised um, £801. And whoever set that up for him, it will never be well with you. Um, And I'm glad that not many people with sense are donating. So haha, because your children are living off bread. Be serious. Be serious. Okay. And in fact, maybe you're lucky that you have bread. Some people don't even have. Okay. So there you go. Because when you play silly games, motherfucker, you win. Silly, I should really not swear because Lev is here with me and he's been super quiet. His nanny is um, not feeling well. So we've rolled out today. We, we've had a long day, actually. We went to Central because one of his nursery friends was having a birthday party. So look at me coming off subject. So one of his friends was having a birthday party um, and we went to go and get a present and also a costume for Lev. And Lev ended up being like the only one in a full costume, but it is well. Um, so it was a cute, it was a cute time, but you chill, you chill, Baba, you chill. So you try to use the fact that I mentioned your name to now ask for another snack. Go and bring the snack, go and bring it. This is why you should not mention kids. Like don't mention them because they just know the things. But while Lev is getting his snack, um, stay there, stay there, just pass it to me. There we go. Just giving him some out. I'm just giving him some out to eat. Um, there you go. You can have this one. I hope I'm not doing product placement because I'm not trying to help no brands. You see it there. Lev, don't do shadow puppets with my lights, please. There you go. Smart. True Virgo. He was like, huh? You, f- <laughs> you thought that you would just mention my name without clearance fees? <laughs> you will pay in snacks. You will pay in snacks. So... Anyway, back to this guy who says that because he can't open the shop, the children are not able to eat anything other than bread. Well, they said, give us our daily bread and baby, you got it. Um, funnily enough, he has a number of businesses that are doing just fine. He's the director of a number of businesses. So you are a lying toe rag. And um, I hope that people continue to stop you from having business in that particular shop in Peckham because you tried it. Um, what, is, what did he say here? There's this um, excerpt where he says that, however, um, I'm a double graduate. I know how to make money. This is going to pass and I'm going to make much more money than I did in this shop. And I've built 45 shops before in this market. So how is it that you've built 45 shops and um, your children can only live, can only eat bread? Sounds like a choice, like Kanye said. Um, and I've built 45 shops before the in, before in this market. Everybody knows me. Once my family is safe and settled, I'm going to open another hair shop. And these people are going to buy the same stuff from the same shop. He said, these people, these people. Like the anti-blackness is very, very clear. 
it's very clear and he's letting us know there the dominance that he has within this particular market. And this is why we need to take his things. We need to take his things because the arrogance, the audacity. Wow. But um, yeah, I just thought I'd share that because he's not sad about it. He, and he, like, And it's funny because due to the fact, and this is very timely for me, due to the fact that this black woman is staying quiet, this fool thinks that it means that he can talk anyhow. But understand that some people, they choose the quiet because they just don't want the drama. But that doesn't mean that you're in the right. It doesn't. So not only does he need to know this, many people need to know this. Anyway, I don't have much, like I said, I don't want to go into too much. And I think I'm doing it back to front as well, that if I'm going to do some tarot, ooh, tarot. Oh God, when will I find God? When will I find him? Anyway, um, I'm going to do a bit of tarot um, after I've gone through this stuff. I guess the main thing outside of this pussy clerk saying what he said, oh God, swore again, is that what can be said other than the governments of the world continue to ruin us, um, continue to obliterate marginalized, literally physically marginalized communities. And it's hard watching news cycles when the story is being told incompletely. Of course, we are against terrorist acts. Of course. Before the terrorist acts, after the terrorist acts, there are people who have been um, oppressed and subjugated for decades, decades. And they continue to be attacked because of the, on, in this instance, because of the actions of a particular group, the abhorrent actions of a particular group, disgusting actions of a particular group. And it just makes me sad that we keep telling the story incompletely. And I just don't know what much else to say other than free Palestine, free Palestine. And it's interesting to me that upon the bits that I've shared about where I've donated and such like, um, there are troll accounts and I can't really call them troll accounts because there are people, there are mutuals that follow these accounts who will come onto my page and they'll write things like, but didn't you go to Israel in 2017 to teach a twerk shop? Um, and I just think to myself, you are, fa- you are factually correct. Yes, I did. And I don't think I've made any um, qualms with letting you know on this podcast that I'm a dickhead in recovery, that I'm learning all of the time. And shamefully at the time of going, I didn't know the full scope of everything that was going on. Right. And I should have, of course, I know certain things and I know certain things. Well, it's since then I've had to do a lot of learning about other things, but it's interesting to me that while people are dying is when some of you pop up and they're like, but didn't you do this? And that's the only thing you have, right? Because You don't have anything after that because I've been doing what's required of me in order to show solidarity with those who need me as I learn. So do you care for liberation? 
if in the midst of other people doing their learning and then standing up for the people that need to be stood up for, you're like, well, no, don't join us here. Are you for liberation? Because I feel like some of you, you um, claim this activism, you claim this anti-establishment because it's a, it's a zhuzhi identity for you. Like it's all, it's my thing. It's my thing. I know all of the things and it's my thing. And when other people start learning the things that you know, you worry because you feel that then it means that you don't have um, um, something unique anymore. But our uniqueness goes beyond just what we know and what we fight for. It goes beyond that. And actually, it's an internalization of white supremacy and this extractive um, um kind of this extractive dynamic that we are forced to live under within this society that you believe that all you can do is take, take, take and everything um, operates in a particular way. So you think that if somebody else learns something that you know that takes away from you, when actually it should strengthen your resolve, it should strengthen the fact that and embolden you that like, yeah, we're all, we're all showing up. We're all out here. We're all waking up. We're all ready to do what needs to be done. We're all ready to say what needs to be said. I don't know how much you lot think that people earn from going on the news, or you think that certain people are desperate for going on the news, because if you paid attention to this podcast, there's been a long stint where I've just refused to go and talk about anything on any news channel because the people, them are dutty. So more time, I'm not going on. But when you have a limited understanding of somebody, because maybe you only see a tweet here and there, and you need to ask yourself why you keep saving screenshots of things, of people um, for a gotcha moment. Because the only gotcha that's going to happen is when the ancestors get you. Because this is a miserable existence to commit yourself to. So many people are miserable. So many people are miserable and I can only use myself as an example. I can't speak for other people, but so many people are miserable and they see me as some sort of um, canvas to project their misery onto. I will continue to keep growing regardless of who it fucks off, right? I will continue to learn and I'll continue to add my voice to shouting for justice alongside those who need it. I do not have time to sit with you and squabble over petty shit. I don't sit on this podcast to convince you of my views. I merely come on this podcast and share my views. But the thing is, I have been divinely blessed in that when I say things, other people take it to heart. They take it in and lots of people gather to hear what I have to say. I'm sorry if it's not the same for you because some of you people who sit on these accounts and and even when you do have even larger accounts, what you are contending with is that could you do what I do? And the answer is probably no, right? I don't need anyone by my side to do the thing that I do. And sometimes that's, that stirs up the demons in some of you. Because you don't use your government and those who do use their government, like you know that you can't speak out in the way that I do. You can't. With the wit, with the knowledge, with the research, with the Jenny San Juan, you can't. And with, honest, and with honesty, that is what makes this different because I'm not scared of getting it wrong and then going back and working on it. 
So many people are scared of being shamed. So they try to get ahead of the curve by doing the shame, by doing the shaming of others. It won't work on me. You can't shame me for what I already accept about myself. And what I like accept about myself is that I'm a human having this experience while I'm a spirit having this human experience and I'm learning as much as I can. And I'm so proud of the accelerated learning I've had in a relatively like short space of time. Those of you who have similar platforms or who have platforms at all, whether it's Twitter, whether it's Insta, whether it's a podcast, go back and listen to your episodes or your or your go back and find your tweets, go back and look at your posts five years before now and ask yourself if you have had the growth that I have. Ask yourself that. Because there is a difference in our learning. And I then show my working out publicly. Shame continues to hold so many of you hostage. It can't do that to me. And you cannot do that to me. Right? So whatever you need to convince yourself that you're better than somebody else, continue to do that. Because where I am, I understand that I am nothing and I'm everything all at the same time. And so I've deeply committed myself to doing what I'm doing. And I, years and years and years and years ago, I made a vow to myself that I'm just not lying. And so all I focus on is telling the truth. And if there is a situation where I can't say the truth the way that I want to say it, I'll just back out of that situation because I don't want no drama. Everything sounds cryptic, yet it is not. It's just a sad state of affairs. I feel like with the North Node in Aries for the next, you know, 16, 15 or so months, we're going to see because Aries ruling war, um, conflict, anger, heat, sharp objects, even fast objects, really. All of these things happening means that there will continue to be things that we're contending with. Um, Aries being the North Node, um, South Node being Libra currently because of the axes. Um, a lot of people, especially those with Libra placements like myself, will be releasing habits and will be releasing um, collaborations and partnerships um, and contracts that they're in that continues to hold them back from what they are meant to be doing, the path that they are meant to be following. And I think that it helps that when you know better, you do better. And so it's a shame when people refuse knowledge or denigrate knowledge because they don't actually want to do better. Um, But like I said, there are things that I won't go into today. I've just come here to do a quick episode and I'm out. Like I said, the main point of this episode was to say free Palestine. Yeah. Everything else that's happening, I get it. That that there is a duality, that there is a multiplicity and nuance to so many Um, injustices that we see in the world. Like I said again, and I'll repeat for some of you that are, that struggle with, um, really, really struggle with hearing the things that come out of my mouth. Um, The attack on on 7th of October um, um, by particular um, organizations, abhorrent, disgusting. That does not allow that should not allow for people who are already um in finding themselves having to live in ghettos 
um, essentially open air prisons that should not allow for these people to continue to be t- um, terrorized and killed. It should not allow for it. I don't have, I don't know what else to tell you. You can be like, oh, you should have said more, should have said less. I don't, I can't be everything to everybody. Right. And apparently I'm doing this for clout. <laughs> How many hundreds of episodes later? Because I, I'm doing this because I want to end up on TV talking about it, really. Some of you are incredibly miserable. Anyway, I'll do a quick tarot read. Some of you might want to back out at this point because you know it's devilish, right? So you might want to skedaddle. Spirit, what is the word of hope for those of us who are feeling dejected, angry, frustrated, betrayed at this time? What is the word of hope that can be shared with us? I'm not even going to switch cameras at this point. What is the word of hope that, oh, okay. Got that. What's this? Just bare cards. No. So the first card is the um, Hierophant, which is so apt, isn't it? It's so apt. A word of hope. The Empress in reverse. And then another card to help. I keep seeing one. I swear one card is the Page of Wands. A word of hope. Um. Okay. I'll go with the three cards I see. I've got the Hierophant, the Empress in reverse and the Page of Wands. Um, Five up, three down. As above, so below. The energetic shifts that govern our lives are also shifting. The the energetic um, forces that govern our lives are also shifting, which is why we are finding that we're seeing, oh, Lever's falling asleep. Which is why, and he's holding um, the Incredible Hulk. I don't know where he got this toy from. Well, I do know he got it from the party today, but he fully just took off with this toy. Anyway, um, but you know, the party boy gave it to him, actually. He did. He said, I said Lev can have it. And now he's sleeping with it. Anyway, um, the Hierophant, the Empress in reverse. Like I said, the forces that govern this world, um, things are shifting. And with, and the reflection of that um, is seen in what we are living in this physical 3D simulation right now. Um, what do I mean by that? I mean that power is going to change hands and power is coming to the people. I don't know when, right? So this is a long period of, of, of work that we are having to do. But in order for that work to be done, we have to decolonize as, you know, Afro has gone on her journey or is on her journey of decolonizing her beauty and her body. And so many of us are on that similar journey, but we have to remove the throne that is erected um, within us. Khalil Gibran talks about it when he's talking about the laws that we follow. Ask yourselves even why your God is a he start there. You know, the Hierophant, we see an image of a man, um, like a priest holding, um, its hands up. I said, I wasn't going to show the image holding, you know, basically preaching to people and they're taking it in and they're taking in everything that this preacher is saying. And the Empress comes up in reverse because it was just reminding us to not forget our own divinity and to question what we are growing within ourselves. Everything has a birth, a birthing and death process. Everything has it. 
Ask yourself in each moment, what are you birthing? What are you birthing into this world and within yourself? Is the thing that you and the thought that you are um, entertaining at this moment giving you life or taking it? We don't ask ourselves enough. Is the action that you are about to take giving you life or taking it? Is this thing that you're about to indulge in giving you life or taking it? You want more things that give you life. We go, oh my God, that gave me life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we just say it flippantly. But going forward, we have to think about whether the thing that we are engaging with is giving us life or taking it away. And I'm blessed that being on this journey, I've been able to differentiate and continue to differentiate and discern what is giving me life and what is taking from my life. And the moment I clock that something is taking from my life, taking from my life force, that's, that becomes a dead thing. It becomes a dead thing. And so when we look at our governmental structures, are they giving us life or are they taking it? Because when you ask yourself the question that plainly, is this political party giving you life or taking it? Then you start to make decisions very, very differently because I think that we talk about, oh, you know, this government's killing us and this government's killing those people and da, 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 da. But we're not really sitting with the fact that if that is the case, if that is the case, these vampiric Structures and institutions and establishments need to be done away with That is the only way out of this To be very brutally, radically honest with ourselves Is this giving us life or is it snatching our lives away from us? And why are we so desensitized? And why are we so, why have we become so numbed and pacified To being disrespected and to being divided in the wildest ways? How can we allow, how can we sit back and allow for those who govern us to destroy other people? And then when we say other people, they're destroying people just like us. And even if they're not just like us, they're still people with a right to life. And I'm looking at members of parliament and everybody else, you know, choosing words very, very carefully. And when it comes down to it, we don't have the right to take the lives of others. We just don't. For land? I, for, for whatever reason, like, it's wild. And so the word, when we're thinking about, like, what do we need as the, as the advice in all of this, is to think about what, which laws we abide by and whether those laws are adding to our life or taking away from it. And do and when these laws that we swear that we abide by are they bringing us closer in and to experience humanity with other people or does it continue to separate us? Because people will grab a holy book like that and start swearing up and down that I go by what this holy book says and I do this and I do that and then my um person says this and that my um you know um, um mental says that, but. Why is it allowing you to be so judgmental and so nasty about other people? Why? Because on the path that I found myself on, I just cry. 
sometimes I just cry at just feel like hearing and seeing some of the things that have been happening over the past week. And of course, over the past few decades, of course, centuries. Yeah. So I've, I've talked about it on a podcast before, but since, you know, the earlier part of this year, I've no, I no longer just understand injustices intellectually. I feel it and I cry because this is not okay. Like, I, I, you know, I felt this way when I went to go and watch the Grenfell play. There are so many things that I feel like I would literally just stop moving. I would stop. I would just stop if I were to consider all of the travesties, all of the pain that people are going through that they did not sign up for because we're allowing governmental structures, people who are hoarding power to just destroy other people. And we're just like, I've just never felt so helpless that this is what we've decided to do with our time on earth. There are so many more of us than them. And yet they continue to dictate the ways in which we are further and further and further divided. There comes a point where we have to be the doulas right for the and 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 help with the birthing of of the world that we deserve collectively deserve to live in and that's what i'm signing up for you lot know my mouth and there are certain things that's on in my heart right now that i could i could cast to blood i could drag because how dare you i don't know who you think you're disrespecting but how fucking dare you because I come on this podcast time and time again advocating for people who aren't even advocating for themselves someone does wrong to you I jump on this podcast and I'm saying something about it someone does wrong to a particular demographic of people I'm jumping on here and talking about it but what I'm what I receive back is just disrespect And little snidey things. And I'm just thinking, why? Why? If we are so sure that we are serving this, uh, like we are serving God and we are serving um, a higher power and we've come here to do the work and we are so quote unquote godly, then why? Why is this where some of you will find yourselves? We just honestly need to do better. That's why the page of wands is here. I don't have all of the answers. I don't know. And I, because I'm a five star, I can't even say that within the war context. Fucking hell. Because of the kind of person that I am, the baby girl that I am, I'm never scared of saying, I don't know because why I'm willing to learn. And I understand that what curiosity is the beginning of liberation. Any Anything that you ascribe to in this life, not me raising my voice while Lev is sleeping, anything that you choose to subscribe to in this life, if it denies you curiosity, it is not liberation. It is not freedom. Curiosity is the beginning of liberation. To go, why is that? How is that? 
anything that you are following in this life that does not ask, that does not allow you to ask why, then you're done out. You're done out. And we should look at the governmental structures that don't allow us to ask why. Why is this okay? Why is it okay to do this to this group of people? Why is it okay for you to hoard our money in this way and then charge us for it? Why, 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 why? We should be able to and encouraged to ask why. And if this institution, this establishment, this um, religious structure is not allowing for your why, then you need to ask yourself, like I said before, is this thing adding to my life, bringing me closer to humanity, bringing me closer to my siblings on this earth, or is it taking from my life and moving me further away and telling me that this little clique of mean people that I kiki and ha-ha with and denigrate other people, that this is where I need to be. That's not my bag. That's not where I see myself. And I will continue forging my way regardless of what anybody else says. Respectfully, fuck you and fuck off. That's really all I have. That the word, bottom of the deck, what's the bottom of the deck? King of Wands in reverse. Yeah, King of Wands in reverse because sure, if we we grow from the page to the king, for the sake of this metaphor, obviously fuck the monarchy. We grow from the page to the king or to the queen, whichever you prefer. But the point of the matter is we have to always, all of us start at a point of not knowing slash not remembering. And hopefully what we achieve in this life is that we know and then we remember. That's all I'm trying to do. Trying to remember what goodness is. We say that surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. First, you have to know goodness. First, you have to know mercy. Then you have to be goodness. Then you have to be mercy. And if you're not those things, then please, please shut the fuck up and learn something. Free Palestine. Heart goes out to all all the people that all around the world, whether it's Sudan, whether it's Syria, whether it's Yemen, whether it's the the you know the um, Congo, like everywhere, like there's so much happening right now. If if I think about the favelas of Brazil, like so many places, people are like, oh, you missed out. What's happening in my place, fam? Everywhere, it's burning. The world is burning. Literally, because of climate inequity and climate injustice, and just figuratively, it's burning. And Asha says, There is fire, there's a fire on the mountain, and nobody seems to be on the run. There's a fire on the mountain top, and no one is running. <laughs> we better start, better start running because. Ancestrally, you know, that's another thing. The earth is alive. This rock that we are on is alive. And it is so fed up of our bullshit. So fed up and it's in so much pain. Those indigenous people also fuck you, Australia. 
That's that's what I was trying to remember. Fuck you, Australia. To vote that the indigenous people of a land, the stewards of a land, cannot have a say in how in in the laws of that land, it will never be well with you. I hope a kangaroo punches all of you lot in your face. Fuck. How could you vote in such a way? And this is the thing. There are people who have been stewards of particular lands for centuries. And then you just go, all right, I'm go- I want to go there. And then those people become marginalized and ostracized and dehumanized and not even allowed a say, a voice. And then the rest of us are just looking on, like I said, just looking. I'm tired of looking I'm tired like I'm I feel like that's what this episode is I'm just tired of being an onlooker while those who I am energetically connected to because there's nobody who is free while anybody else is unfree they are suffering like it hurts my heart and I just I'm still figuring out how I can help but I just start thinking to myself that maybe this podcast isn't it you know it ain't it because after 200 and something something episodes I still don't feel like I know I just don't feel like I know I don't know if I'm any closer to knowing that's a lie I know that I'm closer because I've come such a long way and I'm grateful for all of you who have been on that journey or this journey with me to just figure out what it is that we are yet to know and how much more we can be of service to this world. Because what the more that I peeled back the layers and the layers and the layers, I love a cute shoe. I love a cute bag. I know that I'm funny as fuck. I know that I'm talented as fuck. I know all of these things. Yet, yet, what I, my heart keeps moving towards is like, I need to leave this place better than I found it. In terms of, in a more equitable way than I found it. And there's nobody that's going to denigrate my path because they're struggling to find theirs. I'm out. I'm out. Um, usually at this point, what I'd say, catch you on the flip side. Some of you, I don't want to catch you on the flip side. I don't. I don't. To the rest of you, I'll see you in Baltimore. If you come back next week, good on you. If I'm here next week, good on me. Peace. It's the Ben's Punani woman is Baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this Baby sit down, sit down, receive this realness Make sure your cup's ready for the tea we are go sipping yo Hard time scrolling for your long shorts You might learn something you never know Collect you find, and she's one of a kind Don't say you mind, say you mind